Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. It's me, Doug. If you'd like to check out our podcast episodes live, head on over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash lowercase c slash mindgappodcast for the live stream there. We'd love to interact with you during the show. While you're there, it would mean the world to us if you'd hit the like and subscribe button. This little act helps us grow and we'd appreciate your contribution. If you're still in the giving mood, head over to wherever you're listening to this podcast and give it a rating and a review. If you like a particular episode, video, or a bit, share it around with your friends. Who knows? You may help another mind gapper find their way into our loving embrace. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash mindgappodcast. Your subscription will give you access to early content, exclusive videos, special Discord privileges, and more. All right, that's enough for me. On with the show. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we are joined by a very special guest. Not only mm-hmm. is this wonderful human being one of the top friends of the podcast, mm-hmm. but they are also uh, a, a regular. Like if you've seen our streams, if you've seen the Dungeon Karens, and uh, one of the very first um, spokespeople for the show Bluey, available now on Disney+. Plus. Uh, please welcome our wonderful Australian friend, Jared Erbis. Welcome back, sir. Hey. Thanks. I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be here. I'm sad that this is my fourth time and my third one that's not in person. <laughs> but you so know what, though? I, we had one that was in person, and that was pretty fucking did. cool. I'm glad we made it just in time. 2019, we made it. Yes, that was person. just under the wire, yeah. And that I think we ended up doing at because there was Elephant Castle, and I think we did it at the the alternate uh, place because uh, yep. the original one was booked. So we actually met you at a, at the second one, and we had one down in the meeting room down there, which was really the fun. One Adams, yeah, over on Adams, yes. <sighs> Jared, how are you, man? Good morning to you, I should say. Good, good morning. Uh, I'm a little sore, um, and I guess we'll go into that shortly. But we will. We'll get into why you're sore and uh, why squats are still good for you, you know? So we'll get to that in just a moment. But before we do, let's get through a little bit of housekeeping. That's right. It's everyone's favorite segment called housekeeping. Uh, First things first, uh, if you could do us all a huge favor, go ahead and hit the old like button. Uh, Hit the like button uh, if you're watching this on YouTube. uh, And if you like what you see here, hit subscribe. It means a lot to us and it helps a lot. If you're listening to this on the audios, uh, just check us out uh, and hit the review button. And uh, subscribe on there too. And rate and review and all that good stuff. It it, it means a lot. We appreciate your contribution. If you would like to provide a monetary contribution, you can always support us on patreon.com slash mindgappodcast or check out our merchandise at redbubble.com. Pick yourself up something nice. And if you are a patron, we can give you a really cool shout out like Tom McIntyre, like Richie Armour, like Zinni, like Slotty Bartfast and Almighty Crit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your support. Also, if you want to, you know, chat more with Jared, you can always check him out in our Discord. 
which is the link down in the description below. Come join the Discord. Come join the the mad community that we are, the fun that we have, the games that we set up, and the memes that we share. It's great. It's a beautiful time. And the feet that get posted. The feet. Oh, the feet by the foot. Oh, oh you wouldn't believe it. Uh, there was a really funny um, picture someone had posted of like, it looked like really gross chicken wings that had been fried. And they were had the plate on their lap and their leg was crossed and their foot. It showed their foot. It was just like filthy. It had like oh. all the sorts of dirt and stuff on it. And someone wrote, how is it that your foot's seasoned more than those wings? And it about made me shit my pants. <laughs> was that under recipes? Where might that have been, Doug? No, I don't think that was. I think I just saw that on Twitter. That was random. I don't think. It was oh, in our got it. Okay. Discord. So I shouldn't uh, worry about going through all of this right now and no. ignoring the podcast. In case you wonder, Justin occasionally he makes cameo appearances uh, in the Discord. Uh, when he comes in, he's like, "God, look at all these messages." He's like an old man, like checking Every his email. Time. Oh, there's an update to Discord, bro. Oh, I'll be in a minute. I gotta update it. There's a downloaded. I don't log in until Doug says, hey, you need to log in and do a thing. And then I'll log in and do that thing. But we have a very robust, healthy, active community on Discord that is sharing things like a robust, active, healthy community should be. Yes. And I log in maybe, maybe once a month. And That's when I log generous. in, I'm like, and I'm like, why are there so many messages to catch up on? This is nonsense. There's too much. I can't. Mm -hmm. It's on yeah. me. Yeah, it's on it's, me. I get yeah. it. It's like you try to load up a game you haven't played in a while. It's like, updates. Ugh. It's like, yeah, they yeah, fixed some the things. Thing. I, been I here. keep getting logged out of Discord, and I, I, I don't remember my password, and now yeah. I got to update it. Yeah. 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 Uh, question is Drew going to join the D&D campaign discord yes I've yet to send him the link but he will, should be joining momentarily slotty so be prepared someone's shooting off fireworks right now in my neighborhood that's because, fun of course because it is at the time of recording this August 26th yeah you know it's National bang, 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 bang. you know just whatever fucking idiots I can't shoot fireworks anymore why you <laughs> is it because you got snipped I got snipped all right, we'll get to that in a second. Um, so just we'll get to the butt in a second. I thank you. You beat me to it. We'll get to the butt in a second. <laughs> you get a double dose. You got a double butt dose. Uh, so butt to butt. Butt to butt. Butt to butt. Uh, so also real quick, uh, if in case you didn't know, we do live stream the podcast Tuesdays at eight p.m. Central. This is a special one we're doing right now. It's actually Friday at eight p.m. Central, and we also host uh, a video game stream on Saturdays at eight p.m. Central. Um, if you're listening to this, um, I've probably already had my Minecraft uh, stream, which I'm super excited about because Slotty has created a world, uh, and I don't know much about Minecraft. I've probably logged maybe five hours, but I've just been wandering around doing God knows what. Uh, and so it's going to be me, Slotty, Zinny, Tint, Gunch, and maybe some other folks. It's going to be a real hoot and a half. So, or it was awesome. a hoot and a half. It was great. We built wonderful things. We slayed monsters. It was adorable. You should check us out every Saturday, 8 p.m. Central, for the video game live stream. Um, and that has been housekeeping. Uh, if you're watching, uh, you'll notice that Jared's mouth is not moving and he is flashing some hot dollars. Um, it's just a still photo. That is because uh, we're just having some technical difficulties. It, it, a lot of it is just Jared has always been a trooper. Whenever he joins us for anything involving the internet, um, 
he has to connect to us from the other side of the world and inevitably he has just sort of connection and and lag problems and he's always been a goddamn sport about it a real trooper so we were having some video issues so we just got a beautiful still of his beautiful face uh for you there but you can hear him because you know we made that part work so that's that's why you're just seeing his face and it's not moving i blame the uh the squids that are messing with the cables from Australia to the U.S., the underwater cables. They're I, playing the bass. They're playing the bass with them. It's like a it's like a Disney short. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So let's get to the meat and potatoes of this all. You know, let's get to the spaghetti and the meatballs, if you will. Let's get to the scrotum and the vast deference. Jared, <laughs> uh, how's your week been? Uh- uh, yeah, it's, it's great. I had my first ever surgery, um, and it, it, was, it was it was a little one. It was actually less uncomfortable than the dentist. Oh, really? Uh, oh, but, really? But now, now I'm paying for it. Um, yeah, the surgery is fine. It's the the recovery that's a bit painful. So, so always, tell us yeah. about what surgery you might have had. I went and got a vasectomy. Do, 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 do. <laughs> That's a very out. aggressive gong, right? You had you had the mouth trumpet followed by oh the gong. God. Yeah, congratulations, sir. Thanks, thanks. Uh, yeah, I've, I've wanted to do this for a while, um, and obviously, it's a lot harder if you're under thirty. Um, really? So Why is that? Turned, do tell. Uh, well, because they expect everyone to want kids, so. Um, <clears throat> They they kind of want you over a certain age where you've you know had time to think about it, um, so yeah. So once I turned thirty, I, I wanted uh, to get through, and obviously with COVID, everything's been a bit delayed. So I made it a week after my thirtieth, thirty first. So yeah. Well, happy birthday to you, sir, and happy Thank vasectomy. Thank you. Thank you. Um. Yeah. No, it's um. It's been fine. It kind of feels like after the dentist, you know, where you you the numb wears off and it's a bit sore. Mm-hmm. But it's not like in your it, testicles. What? Yeah, I don't. How's the dent uh, dentist? That's the second time you've compared this to the dentist. I don't understand what Australian dentists do, but I don't feel like I've ever had. You know, like after that. you get your teeth cleaned, you come out and you're and you're you're just like your, your balls butt, are numb. Your butt just feels like a little bit wider, and you don't know why. <laughs> You're like, well, I guess the plaque has really been cleaned off my asshole, but I don't know. It feels weird. It's so minty fresh down there. Yeah, right? It feels good and clean, but I don't know why. It's like someone shoved a bunch of things up there. <coughs> no gingivitis for me. I don't think I understand what gingivitis is, doctor. Oh, yeah, we got we to gotta get in deep with your asshole. That's where it starts. <laughs> So Jared I'm I'm curious. <laughs> I'm, we'll we'll get into all the different facets of this, but I'm curious if we could just start with what what took you to this decision? Why 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 did you want to get a vasectomy? I'm very curious about that. Uh, yeah, well 
yeah, I've kind of been sure for a very long time uh, that I didn't want kids. Um, I don't hate kids. Um, I, I have uh, plenty of nieces and nephews, um, all by family, and then a whole bunch that are my friends' kids that, you know, call me on. Um, there's the ones over in the US that, you know, send me pictures and photos, you know. Um, so so I've, I've definitely, like, been around kids. I just don't want any of my own. And then um, the idea of removing the possibility uh, felt like a big relief to me. Um, so last year when I booked it, like, put myself on the waiting list, um, like, it felt like a big weight was taken off my shoulders. Um, of of that chance that I'll accidentally that makes sense. Um, so yeah, and then obviously with uh, what's going on with you guys in the US at the moment, the Roe v. Wade kind of stuff. Hmm. Um, you know, we're very far from that happening here, but you know, if it did, you know, I'm fifty percent of making a child, so. Um, if I was worried about it accidentally happening and then someone else has to take the shit part of it, you know, I should um, at least take some responsibility myself. Yeah. Like I said, take the bullets out of the gun. You know, it's, it's right. You know, I've got an unloaded weapon now, so I'm not going to harm anyone. That's a very good way of putting it for an American to understand it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Because I didn't know what the fuck you were talking about until you made right. the reference to bullets and guns, and now it makes a lot more sense. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. No, but that's interesting, man. That's that's such a that's, and it's what's interesting more so to me is that the doctors, and I'd be curious to know if this is uh, just a policy in Australia or if this is in the U.S. as well. But the fact that they want you. I don't know if they make you wait till you're after 30 or they strongly suggest it, but that's, that's just an interesting policy to have. Yeah. Um, some places won't even do it if you don't have kids. Um, so you have to go to a doctor that's kind of understanding about that, that, you know, I'm an adult and I can make that and say, no, I definitely don't want children. Like, right. Um, so yeah, I know I had some friends that had kids and they were told, oh, you know, you, you might want more, your wife might want more. Um, and yeah, they had to find another doctor to be able to get one. Wow. That's really interesting. Cause I, um, uh... Saw a Twitter exchange, so you take it with a grain of salt, of uh, uh, anecdotal um, accounts of like a woman going and saying, hey, I want to get a hysterectomy, basically. And the doctor's like giving her, you know, from what they described it, kind of like an interrogation, like, are you sure you realize this is irreversible? Like, if you do this, there's no going back and just really kind of laying it on thick versus a guy where they were like, taking one for the team, huh? All right. You know, just a lot more chill about it. Because I guess it is technically reversible with dudes, um, at least from my understanding. Um, and with women, it's like, if you do this, there's no going back. And so they were kind of talking about how there was like a, a big difference between, you know, a woman going and asking for that versus a dude. But again, it's purely anecdotal. So take it with a grain of giant grain of salt. Um, you know, I've actually 
you know, considered also doing the old snippety dip, but I'm scared. I'm scared about doing it because I know it's relatively, you know, you know, smooth. Um, I think is how they like to describe it. It's outpatient uh, though, right? Like you, it's only like an hour or two and you're out of there. They, they do shave you down. That's fine. Ooh. I shave myself, so it's all good. That'll be an hour by itself. No, for I, keep it, I keep it maintained down there. It's all good. Ooh, lucky Jill. Yeah, because um. I'm fucking considerate because I don't want someone having to stick their face down into a giant bush and be like, yeah, I'm like, no, 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 no. It's going to be nice and clean, and the, the, the hedges are going to be trimmed. The lawn is mowed. I use the right kind of fertilizer and seeding. I make sure it's core aerated every year, you know, you know, overseeded as necessary. It's watered. It's maintained. It's a delight, okay? It's a topiary garden down there, and it's, it's, it's you know, I remember when I was, I think, in college, someone was like, but the whole rest of you is hairy. It's weird. I'm like, yeah, but guess what? They're not. Uh, they're not spending a lot of time on the other hairy parts of my body. So I want to be a, a nice. I want people to feel comfortable down in my nether regions. Okay. This might be the first episode we have to put a not safe for work label on. Really? <laughs> After all the stuff we talked about. I mean, we did talk about you know dentists and gingivitis before this. So I mean, there is. That. <laughs> I don't want the dentist coming after us. That's the. That's what it is. Right. I'm scared of them. I love Slotty goes I cannot imagine Doug's ass not being hairy I know it's not possible right (laughs) Doug has now become clear you've spent a great deal of time thinking about this of course I want to be a considerate lover and that involves that involves that like hey if I want you to come visit down there I want to be a pleasant experience all right this is going right. to be a classy buffet that you find in like Las Vegas in the Bahamas this ain't a golden corral all right like a Zen garden, when you go down there, he hands you a tiny little rake and says, whatever makes you feel at peace. Right? Yeah. Go to just, town. Just be be at peace, all right? Yeah. Find your center, okay? He's got an inordinate amount of sand down in his crotch. <laughs> Slotty goes, Doug's crotch, a classy joint. A classy That's right. <laughs> Uncle Doug's puzzle basement, now featuring Doug's crotch, a classy joint. <laughs> Doug is really, really hoping for like a manscaped uh, sponsorship. <laughs> Uh, Manscape, hook your brother up. I'd love to do it. I can do it if that's what you want. Yes, I'd love that. I'd love to do some Manscape. Doug runs the razor down once, lifts it, and returns to start position. Notices his hair has grown back fully. (laughs) Just like oh man. (laughs) So Jared, back to your procedure. Uh, Is it? So they shave you down, but it's a relatively quick procedure, all things considered. Yes or no? Yeah, it's super quick. So um, they tell you to take a movie and to watch. Okay, time out. Now we need to spend time on this. Jared, what was your movie? Edward Scissorhands. That's right. You were were asking for suggestions from the Discord, and Ah, Edward Scissorhands was the one that was suggested. Nice. I'm glad you followed through with it. You should be in the Discord. That's so right. This is why you all need to be watch. here so you can help Jared and other people with their dilemmas like this. You could have suggested, I don't know, Saving Private Ryan or, you know, Meatballs, you know? Yeah. Both classics. Uh, what would, was the best choice there. Yeah. Naturally. Yeah. What would yours have been, Doug? Uh, Battlefield Earth. Because I just fast forward into the house and then... <laughs> 
I think it also depends on how long it's going to be because I want to make sure that the movie's long enough to get through it all. I don't want to stop 90 minutes in. They're like, yeah, we got another 25 minutes. And I'm like, well, fuck, I don't want to start another one. You know, right. I want to time it just right. So, yeah. you know, you got to have options. Yeah, the, surgery, the surgery was only 20 <laughs> minutes. So I just watched the, the scene of Edward trimming the bushes and it was hilarious. It was honestly such a surreal experience. Only 20 minutes? So I just watched is... an episode of, you know, and a couple episodes yeah, of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, you're good to go. Yeah, so for me, it would be Parks and Rec then. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, Jared, I am well, curious. Well, I didn't want to like, too much. That's fair. <laughs> That's totally fair. You don't want a lot of movement or jiggling around uh, when that's being done. So what is what? Because that's the thing that's always baffled me about this procedure is like they're like it's it's non-invasive. You're in and out like you basically just like, you know, lean back, lift your sack and they're going to go to town. Like what what is the procedure? What does it entail? Yeah. What was it? For I'm sorry. You? I just want to talk about the rhythm. What you just said, you're like lean back, lift your sack and let's go to town. You're welcome. going to lean back, lift your sack. It's going down. All right. Sorry. It was right, just we felt, need to it make felt a right. song out of this now. Yeah. <laughs> um, or snip it. Yeah. Hey. You know? <laughs> um, yeah. No. So you, you lay down on the table um, and you don't lift your sack because it's, they lift your dick actually they they can happy say it took several strips of tape to tape mine down um i don't i don't know what the usual number is but oh. did you ask no i should have yeah um but that was the really uncomfortable bit was while the doctor's taping your dick to your stomach <laughs> uh, can we clip that please can we, that's another jared soundbite please clip that <laughs> um, Continue, Jared. But yeah, basically, <laughs> um, basically uh, they they put a little hole at the top of your sack, just below the base, and then um, they go in from there. They kind of, um, I guess, kind of stretch it open a little, um, but you can't see anything. So I don't, I didn't really know what was happening, and and they've numbed yeah. it so. Um, I did feel at one point them basically squeezing a testicle to see if you're I still alive. Just, yeah, yeah. But you're numb, so you don't feel it. You just like you feel the the tension, but not the pain that comes from a ball being squeezed. Gotcha. I squeezed my balls today <laughs> to see if I still feel. <laughs> At the end of this, this is going to be like one of those CD adverts. It comes on at nighttime. Right. It just Doug's hits and it's just clips of you singing about my balls. Right. Doug's greatest hits of Jared's balls. Jared's balls. <laughs> Doug's interpretation. <laughs> Oof. All right. So they um, squeeze your balls. Yeah. And they just kind of go in and do the things they... Um, have to do and then you you're done they just put a massive band-aid over the top and well not even massive band-aid it's a sorry i'm so sorry the fucking chat god damn it i love you guys so much <laughs> <laughs> doug, doug and i did our absolute <laughs> best to power through it 
Oh, uh, sometimes I tell you, like, I wish I could just spend time reading every single comment that comes through on our live stream. And sometimes I'm like, that's good, but I can't interrupt. And then there's the ones where you see it and you're like, and that one was from Tint. And he says, you go numb, they squeeze out the cum. All right, I'm sorry. Um, this is this is completely chaotic, and I apologize. No, it's fine. Um, you know, this is the kind of procedure where you talk about it. It's not like I went in for something life saving and you're making jokes about it. Yeah. Um, life preventing. This is. Mm. This is yeah. Ooh. I'm gonna call it life present preventing <laughs> surgery now. Sounds classier that way. It right? does. Um, <clears throat> But yeah, the whole thing took about 20 minutes. Um, it's incredible. Get down, take your undies off. Uh, you know. Take, take the end. They cut some stuff. They, they uh, cauterize it. What, what's the thing? Oh, they cauterize it so that it, like, you know, yeah. closes the hole. Yeah, they do that. And then, um, yeah, they stick the little Band-Aid on and then you're done. You walk back out and get changed and honestly they sat me down for 10 minutes we're like all right are you okay to go home and i was like yeah and then uh, that was it wow That's and they were like you can drive yourself home but i had my girlfriend and they're like uh did you tell her why you were here just we just want to make sure that i mean it's too late <laughs> but we just want to make sure she knows <laughs> yeah no she knows she's um very supportive of it. Yeah. And obviously, you know, we've been together, uh, I think, 11 months now. So I'd already been on the waiting list when we got together. So um, she knew it was coming. So That's cool. Yeah. But not you. No. Not, no, no he's, he, he still can. He, he still come. He still... It's just full of blood now. Still come. There's just yeah. no sweet thing. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. speaking so of, yeah, we so, both want to get there. Yeah. So <clears throat> beforehand, did you have to do like, you know, I don't know. I think you sent some sort of picture like of some tests. Like, did you have to like masturbate in a cut beforehand? And then did you have to do it afterwards? Or I've heard some stories from folks when like you, what the protocol when you is. phrase it like that, Doug, yeah. though, you sent some pictures of some tests. Did you yeah. have to masturbate? <laughs> it makes it sound like Jared took a selfie of his like. Just he's, jizzing into a cup. Yeah. He sent his, yeah. like, you know, it was like um, a, because I don't know if you know this, Jared's actually really good at drawing. He sent, like, a flip book of, like, an animation <laughs> of, of how it works, which is absolutely just, you know, totally edifying me. I, I thought it was really, really cool. Yeah. Um, but I, I know from other folks I've heard that have gotten this procedure, like, you know, afterwards, uh, they were told, all right, um, we need you to basically masturbate 30 times. Um, and then come back to us, and then we're gonna test to see what's going in there. But essentially, you gotta like cycle through everything to make sure that everything's on the on the up and up. Is that something that you're also gonna have to go through? Yeah. So there wasn't um, technically a before test because, um, like, they they just I guess don't see the point and yeah, right through the labs for that. Um, but I did an at home test, um, which looks like a COVID test. It's got that little fucking cartridge, has control and test on it. Hmm. Um, but that wasn't very helpful because it only has if you're low or high. Mm -hmm. So you haven't yeah. had to do that, so, like, uh, was low, like, at, at, like the doctor's office or anything. You didn't have to go yeah. in and 
you know, unload no, in a cup yet. and hand it to somebody? No, in three months' time, I have to do that. So, Are you looking forward to that? And why? It's going to be interesting. Um, I am not looking forward to it. It's, it's so weird to try and have to come into a cup. Like, sure. Super weird. Um, so that's probably the most daunting thing of it. Masturbating in a little room. Terrifying. Well, I've done that. Um, as Jill and I were uh, attempting to have our second child, um, we tried for a long time and then we had to basically start initial like fertility consultations. And part of that was getting the old sperm sample. And I got to tell you, it's one of the weirdest things in the world. Um, just basically scheduling a time to come in and masturbate into a cup when everyone knows what you're doing why you're there is the weirdest experience. If you know, I'm sure I will, I wouldn't be the first person to do like a comedy bit about this, but after doing that, I really wanted to do like a quick stand up bit, like for five minutes or something. Cause I'm like, this is such a weird experience because you go into a waiting room and I'm just like looking around and it's, you know, fertility clinic. I see like a couple there. There's other, just a random dude there. And I, I just sort of like, look like, are we all here to do the same thing? Like, are we all here to take care of this? And then a guy walks in with a brown paper bag. He's like, here we go. I'm making a drop off. And the person was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, how recently did you do this? Because there's like protocol. You got to keep it warm because otherwise the sperm dies. And he's like, he's like, nope, I got it. Like, he's just like was so proud. Like, I did it. Just like dropped it off at the front desk. I was like, whoa, you could just what's worse doing that on your own and then transporting it, you know, to the proper place or doing what I did, which was then making us an appointment to then be like, hi, I'm checking in to go to that room right, and masturbate. And they're like, we know you don't have to say yeah. that to everyone, sir. Like we know <laughs> why you're here. And then it's just the, it's the weirdest thing. I mean, they, they were so professional and stuff. They're like, all right, here's the room. Uh, it's very clinical, but yeah. it's still but at the a, same it doesn't negate it being a weird experience. At the same time, it's very clinical. They tell you what to do. Here's the cup. When you're done, yada yada, and you go in, and it's like it's a room with dimmed lights. There's a chair. There's a bunch of old school porn mags just in a rack. There's uh, a like a, a, there's like a computer you can use to look up porn, like and everything like that. And I was like, I got my phone. I'm good. Like I don't need to do that. So you're just sitting in there and. Looking around, you're like, all right, I guess I got to do this. And they tell you you have to, you know, wait three to five days. You know, you can't, you know, so you can't. So you should be good to go at that point. Yeah. And then I'm just sitting there and you're like, okay, I got to get it in this little cup. Um, I hope I don't spill it. And then, you know, you're comfortable, you're cozy, but then you got to get up and get in a weird angle to be like, all right, I got to get this in the cup. And, and then when you're done, you come out and you're like, who gets to hold on to this? You know, and you're like, look what I did. And the whole time, like after I was done, I was like, okay, make sure that I'm not sweaty. Make sure that I'm not painting. Cause I'd be like, here you go. Look what I did, you know, and hand them the cup and be like, yeah. And then they're like, cool. Sign off that you did this. It's like, yeah. Sign off that that's Impressed. mine. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, all right, see you later. I'm like, okay. And it's just the weirdest experience. So I can't wait to yeah. hear about how it goes for you, Jared. <laughs> yeah, I'll just have to come on the podcast again and tell you about my 
he's delivering my cup. Yeah, it's it's a I, real treat. Let me tell you, you will I, you'll be fun. You'll tell, you also tell us like what video you watched, <clears throat> and you know just like you did with ask people for suggestions. Yeah. on what you should watch for that for that visit. A whole bunch of links sent around in the Discord. Porn parody, Edward Penis Hands. There you go. There it is. Yes. Keep it consistent. You've got a theme through this whole journey. Uh, Yes. So you heard it here, folks. Let's submit some things that you think Jared should watch. And Jared, you have to watch it. Okay. These are the suggestions. It should only take you 20 (laughs) minutes. It'll be real easy, just like before. So, you know, it doesn't have to be anything too long. All right. And if you do bring in your own sample, like that one guy did, make sure it's in like a Yeti cup or something that's like, thermally insulated and then make sure you ask for it back because those aren't cheap yeah right just imagining the brown paper bag just dripping <laughs> like sir is there a cup in here he's like no it's why this, waste it's a right cup? there <laughs> <laughs> i mean i had a dixie cup but i figured what's the point you know <laughs> right Ah, my Tupperware had some spaghetti in it, so I just <laughs> I just did the bag. <laughs> I mean, that's just that's just wasteful. I'm not wasting my lunch, you know. It's good spaghetti. <laughs> oh, I fucking love this episode. This might be my favorite episode ever. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, so good. Oh. Um, so how so? As a follow-up then, so how are you feeling now? You said you're sore. What's the what's what's the current uh status of how 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 Jared how's her baby boy doing? Uh I think I'm okay at the moment because the painkillers kicked in and I've nice. just iced. Um but yeah, basically every hour I have to sit on a ice pack for twenty minutes. That makes sense. Um, Keep the swelling down. Bruise. Yeah. Gotcha. I made them so the day after. Um, I was like, no, this will be fine. I woke up, I felt fine. I took some uh, ibuprofen and some paracetamol, and I was like, I've got this. This is fine. And then he, there was a meeting about 11 o'clock for an hour, and I just had to sit there, and that that was uncomfortable. Like, it uh-huh. started to kick in with pain, and I was like, hmm. Mm. Wish I was at home watching this. <laughs> but yeah, thankfully at work I've got a, like a sit stand desk, so I was able to like move and be comfortable. Um, but yeah, by the end of the day, I was I was done. Yeah, I was sore. Um, but yeah, like it's not overly uncomfortable. It just feels like after you've been kicked in the balls. Mm. Where you've got that kind of feeling in your stomach uh-huh. and a bit of tenderness to your junk. Um, Every single guy listening right now understands way. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's a yeah. very well-known feeling, yeah. Um, and then at one point, because people at work know, um, at least most of them did. Um, yeah. One of the guys at work was like, hey, at lunchtime, we should just go for a jog. And then... It was like, oh, we should play that game Rochambeau, which apparently is from South Park, where yeah. you just kick each other in the nuts as hard as you can. Yep. Uh, I I almost fell over uh, just thinking about, about the idea of being at it. Um, more so than normal when you think about getting kicked in the nuts. Yeah. 
It's like so my balls are like, oh, I know that pain. It's right now. It's like all the time. <laughs> yeah. So let me ask you this. Are you nervous for, first of all, have you masturbated since the procedure? No, you have to wait a week. Okay. Well, that just sounds so, like stupid, but whatever, you know, tweets their own. Yeah. So are you, are you nervous for that first time? Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I'll be honest. It feels like it's going to be quick. Uh, you know, <laughs> it's not I think we can all bad to that one. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, in in a week's time, it should should be like the pain should be gone. It should be done with the swelling. So. Yeah, I I would just have this fear that like blood's just going to come out or something. It's just going to be like a horror film. Film just be like ah, you know. But uh, you know, I'm sure that won't happen. Well, I didn't think about that until now, Doug. Thanks. Nah, you're fine. Nah, you'll be good. Yeah, no, don't even think about it. Yeah. Thanks for putting that in my head. Right. Yeah. Definitely don't think about Doug coming blood while you're drinking off, Jerry. Yeah, right? Just, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Because that, yeah. I mean, unless it helps. Because I'm here to help. You know, if you think about that, you might, you know. We're showing some signs of being fucking wet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Well, buddy, I'm legitimately like we, you know, make our jokes and we we kid around, but very, I'm happy that something that you've been wanting for a while, you finally got to see through and that you're in a place that it, everything worked out. You're healthy. You're in a place where, where you're happy. I, it makes me happy. I'm very, I'm happy for you, buddy. Likewise, man. I'm glad that, uh, you know, you made it through safe and um, mm. this is something that I want to do. Um, at some point I'm, I'm nervous. It scares me. The idea of just doing anything, you know, to my scrotum and testicles, it just sounds terrifying. But at the same time, I I'm also with you in that after the Roe v. Wade stuff. And I was just like, Jill, don't worry. Like I'll, I'll, I'll take the bullet on this one. Like this is, you know, I'll, I'll help <laughs> in that regard. It's the least I could do. Um, as far as, you know, what potentially could come down the road. I'm like, it's not as apparently as like I said, not as crazy for guys to get this done. And I'm like, I feel like I should I should be the one that shoulders that burden. It's the least I could do. So I I'm with you, man. I think you, you know, it it fits in with what you wanted to do, and I'm I'm glad you were able to do it. Yeah, uh, I was able to do it and get it done. Um, but yeah, I, I love making the jokes about it and talking about it because you know. Someone else is going to listen to this and be like, oh, yeah, I should just go do it. Like, it's simple. You know, you get to go in, watch a movie, done. I, you know, I make jokes about the pain I'm in now, but it's really, you know, fine. You know, yeah. It was just, I, I went into work like an idiot when I should have rested. That would be my <laughs> advice. Is fucking take, like, okay, because, yeah. It sounds to me like, you know, if you haven't worked out for a while and you lift and, you know, you do some work and you, the next day you're like, ah, okay, it's not too bad. But for me, it's always the second day where it really kicks in. You're like, what have I done? Oh, you know, that's, that's kind of exactly right. Yeah. Cause, uh, I, uh, yeah. the other day, what was I doing? Oh, it was for Natalie's first day of school. <clears throat> um, I wanted to make sure that I had enough time to get back because I, I get up 30 minutes earlier now. I get up at 4.30 in the morning. Oh, uh, Dougie. 
Yeah, it's. I wonder why I've been so tired lately. It's probably what it is. Um, I get up at four thirty so I can make sure I have time to walk the dog, and then I go to the gym. Uh, but that day, for whatever reason, Loki was super exhausted and did not want to walk. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna try and go as quick as I can. So like, I jogged for most of my walking route. And I haven't run in a while, and my calves were the next day were like, "What have you done, my friend?" Right. And then the day after that, they're like, "What have you done, sir?" <laughs> I'm like, "Ah, oh, God, that's really sore." It's like you haven't used us like that in forever. How dare you? And it's just yeah. was really extra ouchy. So uh, yeah, I can imagine it's probably the same thing. I know that with surgeries, I remember uh, getting that with braces. I got braces on. And as soon as I got them on, I'm like, this isn't bad. And then an hour later, I'm like, I'm going to eat something. And I tried to take a bite of a hamburger. And I was like, Hur! I remember taking a bite and being like, oh, my God, it hurts so bad. My this teeth. is pure agony. I was like, Ugh. it was so bad. It was brutal. Yeah. And I almost, I, I don't think I finished the burger. And that's saying something for me. I'm a monster. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Jared, uh, if you have you ch- are you a are you uh, you know a Game of Thrones guy? You a fan of Game of Thrones? No, I never, I never really got into it. I watched a fair chunk of season one. Nice. And a fair chunk of second last season. Um, when I lived with a housemate that had it, like we were watching it. Wait, so um, you saw a fair bit of the first season and a fair bit of the last season? Yeah, yeah. I guess that averages so out. And Jared's like, I get the idea. Right? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> there's some dragons and some political medieval bullshit and mm-hmm. some titties. Yeah, lots you know of what? titties. That, that's honestly not a bad summary of the show. <laughs> yeah. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I'll always uh, recommend the first the six seasons. You want is tempting me. Uh, the the first six seasons are solid. After that, dog shit, in my opinion. Um, so when they announced that they were doing, I didn't realize that there's like seven spinoffs that HBO has in the works for this, and this is just one of them. But the uh, now, House of how the many Dragon. will come to fruition? Is anyone's fucking guess at this yeah. point? Yeah, well, especially you know, <clears throat> House of the Dragon, the prequel, uh, you know, heavily focused on the Targaryens. Uh, you know, had apparently, uh, as according to this article from uh, the Hollywood Reporter, had a uh, premiere ratings blowout, which makes it seems like they shit themselves. Yep. Um, but apparently they got uh, 10 million viewers overnight uh, for their opening night of the uh, episode. And I could not care less about Well, it, it has now climbed to 20 million wow. across linear on-demand and HBO Max. Plat- so across the three platforms, straight TV and then the streaming services, uh, which is those kind of numbers are reserved for like super. Those are huge numbers. That does not happen anymore. Yeah, it's very. So that that is that is a very a lot. The industry kind of set up and took notice to that because that doesn't necessarily happen a lot. Yeah, and I'm I'm surprised. <clears throat> I, I shouldn't be that surprised, but this Game of Thrones feels it seems like it's just on the cusp of being irrelevant. You know, like season eight happened several years ago. I mean, God, I was still I was two, that was two jobs ago 
for me when that came out. So that was. I mean, a, we did a podcast on it, so it happened yeah. within the time that we've done yeah, a podcast. I, I, but I've been alone for three years. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, but that must have been like 2019, I think maybe. Which honestly yeah, is yeah. about the time I came to visit you guys. Yeah, so that's three years. I guess that's not too long. Come to th- you know when you put it that way, but it feels like it's been a long time, and um, and that it was does. such a disappointment to me that when they're like, guess what? We're doing Doug's favorite thing, a prequel. So it like, was May, May 19, 2019. Yeah, so 2019. It's like, we're doing Doug's favorite thing, the prequel. I was like, oh, good. Good, good, well, good. Here, I'll say this. the Because I watched it, and I, I did, I liked it. I did cool. enjoy it. Um, I was waiting for, that cool was a typical Doug's, cool, no one gives a shit. Yeah, I know. I'm trying there to be better about that. There was usually something, something else that comes after that. So I was waiting. Uh, no, the uh, I think what they the, what they did because that was my first thought was I was like, this is what Doug always talks about. Like, let's see if they let's see if they shoot themselves in the foot with the prequel. But they went back 200 years before the the uh, events of the original Game of Thrones. I feel like that is one way to kind of circumvent because by the time Game of Thrones comes on, everyone's dead regardless, right? So the stakes are high again because you don't, like none of the people in this one are going to see their way through to the original series. You know what I mean? Yes. I guess, <clears throat> yeah, you're right. It's 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 because it's not so connected. You right. know, it doesn't ruin it too much. You still know they'll they'll be dead. You don't necessarily know how or right. or anything like that. So is then, it I old guess, age? Is it yeah? Is it you know, murder? Yeah. Is it murder? intrigue? Is it dragons? <laughs> Who knows? Is it the White Walkers? Oh, I don't know. Um. So yeah, I guess to a certain extent, but um. I, I mean, I, I guess it also to me would have to depend on. You know, if they're like, this is the fight for the Iron Throne, I'm like, that's not going to matter, you know? Right. Not going to matter at some point, you know? Is this how the Iron Throne is forged with the fire of the dragons? It's like, I mean, I don't know. Does that matter? I don't know. It's just, to some extent, like, again, I'm not here to shit on it. I haven't watched it. I don't really plan on watching it unless it gets rave reviews, and I'll probably watch it when the season's over so I can watch it all at once. Um, I also know this, like... (laughs) This cost HBO a lot of money and a lot of yeah. time. Um, I think this article was saying, uh, God, how long did it take? It said the first season required 10 months of filming and a massive amount of post-production uh, visual effects work, which is which began in January, is still ongoing. So it'll be difficult for the production to film and VFX another season by the end of 2023. So they're like, uh, don't expect this before 2024. Right. So if it's good, but the you fact know. that they fucking after one episode, they greenlit like here's the th- that what's dangerous I feel like about that is you a lot of people may have buzzed about the first episode first episode if that episode was dog shit or viewership declines steeply by episode three or four you've greenlit a second season with very little data points. Mm hmm. It just seems very irresponsible to me. Yeah. Yeah. Jared, is this is this something that would get you to watch Game of Thrones based off of how popular the first episode was? No. Uh, (laughs) 
You can't just be like, oh, everyone tuned into the first episode. And so, like, clearly it's just people watching the trailer and being like, the trailer was good, so I'm going to watch the episode. Like, you right. need... Okay, so when BoJack Horseman came out, right, uh, the critics only got, like, the first four episodes, and then they were like, this show's dog shit. <laughs> and then, obviously, once everyone went and watched the full season... They were like, oh, no, this, this show is actually deep and amazing. You can't get enough from four episodes in. Right. Same as Shit's Creek. That took a whole scene that it was designed to slow down. You can't, from one episode, say the show's good or this right. show's bad. You need, like you said, more data. Like, uh, I, yeah, I, I never go off someone being like, oh, yeah, like the pilot's amazing. I'm like, yeah, well, the pilot's not always the same as the rest of the show. So it, it kind of, yeah, maybe let's give it eight seasons and then I'll figure out whether I want to watch this show. Or all right. It turns out that I'm uh, watching the whole thing. All right. All right. Chill your tits. Like we don't need Nothing. eight seasons. All right. Take it easy there, pal. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Like I'd say, you know, what is its designed runtime? Is it one season? Cool. Let's watch the season and see you know, how that works, you know, will, will that be, you know, did this work in what they were expecting to tell the story in like Sandman, for example, right? It was a whole season. It was 10 episodes, 11 episodes actually, but their main story was covered in 10 episodes. I feel like it should be judged on those 10 episodes, not just the first one. So, um, I think it's fair with that regard because especially if you're trying to tell a whole story, I think it makes sense to, you know, um, you know, just see how the story was intended. You know, yeah. like what 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 do we get out of it in in that regard? So I think um, I think you're right. If if it's just, well, the first episode was pretty cool. It's like, well, you got nine more episodes, motherfucker. Like, right? Show me the first six seasons of Game of Thrones is really cool. Yeah, and right? then dot and then? dot dot. So I mean, it's yeah. You you need a whole season to. It, you got to see what the character arcs are. You got to see mm-hmm. what the story, where the story goes, and if the creators shit the bed right at the end. Because <laughs> I think part of this too is like there is, a, you know, for me, the flame went out on Game of Thrones after that last season. I'm like, I'm good. Like, just bye. <laughs> I don't need right. any more of this. I don't care what bullshit you guys have cooked up. I'm done with that universe. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm over it. Um, so I think there's obviously still some excitement for it because people really enjoyed that stuff so and i think you make a point too justin probably smart to do the setting 200 years before um so that you have more room to play and explore and things like that and you can still capture hopefully the essence of what really worked in the original you know series and um still do your own stuff and and make people happy at the end of the day and not you know have to wait on someone to never finish the actual book um that this is based on right so, you know, ta-da. In fairness, I would also like to, uh, in case there's any super fans out there who are going to go back and uh, retroactively, uh, you know, call out my shit, I would like to walk back my defense of season seven and eight. Uh, <laughs> previously, I tried to defend it on the on the last episode. Did you? Uh, I believe I did. I believe I, my, I took the stance if it wasn't that bad. Yeah. And uh, it wasn't good. Yeah, I got I got to walk that back. I I was I was trying to be I was trying to be very diplomatic and uh, 
let's just call it what it is. Not good. It was still fresh, you know, like you, yeah. I've been there. I've watched movies and been like, that was a good movie. And deep down, I'm like, you know, it wasn't, you right. know, it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't good. And I don't know. It was just, it was rushed at the end of the day. I, that That's my big issue with it was, it was a show absolutely that normally had 13 episodes per season. And they're like, we're going to do two seasons. One's going to be seven episodes and one's going to be six. I'm like, so it's one season. Right. It's not two. But they crammed two seasons worth of content into one, and it was a mess. And it got to the point where you watch these characters who previously you've seen them do really smart and tactical things, do really stupid things, and stupid things would happen to them. And people all of a sudden are just like, I'm going to teleport behind someone and kill them. And we're going to fast travel because that's the best thing. And it's just everything lost its effect. And the thing that yeah. you can enjoy most about that show is that it's not a fairy tale, you know? Just because someone's the good person doesn't mean that they're going to be okay. And right. I suppose it lived up to that with the ending, but the ending felt like it was such a waste of time that nothing was really accomplished, in my opinion. Yeah. There was to some degree, but you know, you have some storylines that just didn't play out to anything. You're like, oh, cool. I thought that was going to mean something, and it didn't. It's just, it fell so flat in so many ways. And I think people were desperate to want to be good. I was, but at the same time, I'm like, this is. This is some bullshit, man. Yeah. <laughs> some yeah. bullshit. Jared, if there's a is there a show that exists that you would that you would clamor for a sequel for? Or sorry, a prequel. That you would you're mm. like, I want to see a prequel of this show. <clears throat> That's a good question. Um trying to think what I'm um uh, oh, there is actually a show that I enjoy, and it has a prequel, and I haven't gone back and watched it yet because I can't find it over here. Okay. Um, it's a New Zealand show, so the original show was Outrageous Fortune. As Doug and I you both guys know this. one of them, who plays Homelander now. Um, oh. So it's a show about a, a family of criminals and they, after the dad's arrested, they decide, like the mom's like, no, nah, that's it. We're not doing crimes anymore. Um, and it's really good. It's a really good family piece. Um, and it's, like you said, it's not a fairy tale. Like shit goes bad. Um, and then they did a prequel series to it, which is um, set with the grandparents of the... Um, I think it's the, the parents of the dad and, and their criminal exploits because the, the grandfather was a, a, like an expert safe cracker. Um, and that ended up, I think the prequel series ended up with as many seasons as the original. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I would 100% recommend that show. Um, it's, it's so good and it holds up like you know, years and years later. Like, I, I think it's a Interesting. It ran from 05 to 2010. It was made about five years ago, I think. Yeah, the original what ran from yeah. 05 to 2010, it says. Interesting. Yeah, 100%. If you can get your hands on Outrageous Fortune. Okay. Um, I really recommend it. Um, Very cool. Like, worst case, you're laughing at their funny New Zealand accents. But I would never. I would never do that. Anthony Starr, so Homelander, 
Um, also from Banshee, which is another great show he does or did. Interesting. Um, and one of them is a lawyer um, who's obviously a little bit on the dodgy side. And then the other is his twin brother who was um, trapped in a freezer for several hours as a kid. So he has a bit of um, not, not, not development issues, but he's, he's not as smart as his brother. And so he gets himself into dumb situations. He's you know, dick first rather than brain first. Nice. Nice. I relate to that character. Um, yeah, honestly, I've got an idea we rewatch it all the time. And yeah, the, the prequel to that, I really want to watch. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. That's really cool. Justin, is there a prequel you'd want to see to anything? I not that I can come up with. I know I I know I asked the question, but I don't have a good answer to it. Um maybe you- uh maybe a single episode of uh no, not even that. No. I I can't come up with one that I think would be a legitimately good <clears throat> prequel series. I'm sure if I sat on it for longer, but I don't have one in the moment that would be a legitimately good because I think anything you and I took an entire episode, I think one time and, and tried to come up with, is there a movie, is there a prequel out there that doesn't fall into the traps of into the prequel traps? And I don't think we were able to come up with one. And There's so I a don't, handful. There's a handful that do like Indiana Jones, and the temple of doom. Was yeah. One. Yeah. But that one's like, people tend to forget <clears> that's even a prequel. You know, it's just, it's so just like episodic with each movie. Yeah. And then I think The Godfather Part 2 is kind of technically a prequel. It, it jumps. Yeah. yeah. It has some flashbacks to some, some things like that. Um, so there are some things that I think could potentially work. For me, actually, um, I bought the prequel comic for Sandman, but I actually oh, haven't did. read. I bought a digital comic, which, by the way, I, I realize it's probably not my jam buying digital stuff because I started reading it and then I forgot about it and I have it saved somewhere but I haven't finished it but the whole point of that comic was to answer the question of how did Sandman get so weak that he was able to be captured in that very first first book like what was he doing because that's something I would like yeah give me more prequel stuff on the endless like there's tons of stories that would be really cool to examine to see you know where not not to millennia so exactly right ever since the humans existed they've been there it'd be nice to see what happened when you know with delight and you know what happened with destruction and all that sort of stuff like you hear about those stories so to a certain extent it would probably fall in the same potentially fall in the same trap as the prequel like thing that we run into where like we know what's going to happen but at the same time i'm like you hear about that but wouldn't it be interesting to see what led up to destruction doing what they do and what happened with delight like that would have been really interesting to me to see that unfold um so again i wouldn't need a ton yeah because really the true story is the story that's being told but i wouldn't mind a mini series you know okay. that covered that i think that'd it. be kind of cool i'd be down to see that i think that oh dig it oh fucking dig it fucking dig it bruv you know what else I can dig? What's that? Welcome to the Throwdown. Uh, Jared, are you ready? Are you ready, Jared? Uh, 
I love it. I love the it. council choose while I was Well, the council didn't choose this one. The council helped out with 50% of this, but uh, I, I came up with this one, Jared. And this one's specifically yeah. for you. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. This week's throwdown is Blue from Blue's Clues versus Bluey. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Is that Abby? Yep. She's weighing in. <laughs> Abby's a blue healer, too. So that's actually uh, pretty funny. So there we She's go. A bluey. She's Shane. casting her vote for Bluey. Yes. Uh, I'll be honest. Like, I don't know much about Blue from Blue's Clues. I know it's a cartoon dog that leaves clues. She's a female puppy, communicates to her owners. Through barking on the syllables and stresses of the sentences she means, they can partially understand her uh, expression and tone. And every episode, she initiates a game of Blue's Clues in which she leaves three paw prints for the, mo for the host and the viewer to find the answer to a question. In Blue's room, she can speak English. You know, the real language. You know what I mean? And uh, she's energetic and playful. She's very smart and friendly. She gets angry or sad. Uh, she's very different from other puppies. Um, she also likes to read, draw pictures, or listen to music. And she's described to be the smartest of all puppies. Okay, Ooh. so Bluey is a puppy. Ooh, yeah. Wait, where was I? I know I have it. Also, nice. Wow. And according to Blue Goes the Doctor, Blue is 20 pounds and 2 feet. Blue only has two feet. Oh, which is fucked. Louie's got all four. No, she's two feet tall. I'm so. What is that in real measurements? <laughs> it's like 300 kilometers or something. <laughs> uh. Um, and then. Kilometers. You know what's funny? Okay. So it's funny that everyone always assumes that Blue and Bluey are boy dogs. Because they're blue. I thought Bluey was a boy dog too. And when I watched the episode, I'm like, oh shit, it's a girl. It's a girl dog. You know? Yeah, Bluey's a girl, and so is Blue from Blue's Clues. Yeah. Which people are so surprised by. Right? I uh, remember when they did the reboot recently, there was a whole bunch of shit online. They're like, they made Blue a girl, this woke bullshit. And it's like, Blue's always been a girl. That's right. <laughs> Piece of shit. So now, Bluey, Bluey on the other hand. Fox. <laughs> is also a puppy, right? It's well, Bluey's a six-year-old blue healer pup. Well, I mean, if we're talking about dog years, I mean, Bluey's dumb as hell. If that's the case, I mean, I mean, she should be I like think she's six in dog years. Okay, so that's she's like better. Not even a year. I was like, yeah, that's that crazy. Doesn't make sense because then how old's um, Inga? She's so she's seven. You said Bluey is a six-year-old blue healer pup who loves to play. Yeah, but as of past the parcel, she's seven. What did you just say to me? You Who's heard passing me. what parcel? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. She's a puppy. All right. She's not cool. six years old. Uh, so she... Wait, a six-year-old blue healer pup. That's not that's it's not a thing. Contradictory. I know. That's there's a lot going on there. She has the intelligence of a six year old and she's a puppy. So let's just 
If she were a six-year-old pup, that's what she is. Like, right. you know what I'll I mean? I'll accept it. She, I agree with Jared. She's like six years old in, in, in puppy years. So she's a child, basically. It doesn't make any sense. Fine. Uh, let's see here. So she's energetic, loves to play. Uh, she can be a bit too bossy when she plays games, as seen in the Magic Xylophone episode and some other episodes. And she can be easily distracted, as seen in the episode Hide and Seek. And she really likes to play with her friends. What are her powers and abilities? I don't see that on here. Well, she doesn't really have powers and abilities. Is she in a class 9C? Uh, she's the talking dog. So the, who lives Perfect. in a world of dogs that have jobs, drive cars, and they walk on uh, two legs. So this is a universe. Got it. She's a 7F. So this is basically like, uh, you know, Planet of the Apes, but with dogs. Right. right. So, you know. They've Those got daycare. bipedal dogs. Yeah, right. Yeah. And one of my favorite parts of this show is there is a neighbor named Lucky. And uh, no, no, they have. Yeah, there's a neighbor, like young dog named Lucky. And they refer to Lucky's dad as Lucky's dad. Lucky's dad does not have a name. It's always Love like, it. we can go check out Lucky's dad's uh, house or whatever. Like they does not have a name, which is as amazing. it should be. Uh, indeed. So anyway, these two dogs are in a fight to the motherfucking death. Jared, who's coming out alive? I mean, I want to say Bluey because I'm like, well, Bluey's going to fucking have a knife, but then Bluey's probably going to have a fucking gun because she's American. Um, Blue is going to have a gun. Bluey is going to have a knife. Yeah. Because Bluey is going to go, that's not a knife. That's a knife. Yeah. Shut that and then, conversation down. And then Blue's down. just going to bark a lot because Blue's dumb and doesn't talk. Yeah, because Blue is, is, as they say, super intelligent. So I would say Blue. But the thing is, they're both young, so they're prone to emotional outbursts. So um, mm -hmm. the question is, who has, do you think, the most skills in fighting? I would argue that Bluey's from Australia. And listen, my understanding is that Australia is a is a rough environment just in general environment wise right you got all sorts of danger at your doorstep so your senses are going to be heightened you're gonna to have to protect yourselves from all sorts of predators and it's it's a tough you know it can be i mean there's a lot of desert over depending on where you go you know like there's there's a lot that you have to sort of learn to do just from existing there whereas with blue where's blue i mean where do they grow up you know like it's uh yeah. san francisco San Francisco. Blue's friends with like a salt and pepper shaker. Like, whereas Bluey has like rough play with her friends in the park and stuff and runs around and does things. Blue, I don't think, has ever left their home. They go into like their paintings and pretend to like go do things. They're, so she's crazy. So you're saying she's, she's disconnected. Yeah, she's disconnected from reality, is what you're saying. Yeah. Whereas Bluey, you know, chases bin chickens and, um, you know, plays games with their friends. I just like the physical advantage there because it actually like been outside. Say bin chickens, B I N yeah, bin. bin bin chickens. Bin chickens. Have you not watched that episode? No, I've not seen that episode. And there, there's birds, the ibises, over here, and we call them bin chickens. Because they're they're um, always in the bins, in the garbage. Okay. 
Same as watching the Colts. Just watching Justin just process that was the best. Is it a, is it like a bin chook? That's that's what I was waiting for the bin chook. Yeah, it could be a bin chook, but you say bin chicken, it just sounds more fun. So let me let me just make sure I understand. You guys call chickens chucks, but you call these what are they? Edot? What are they? They're called they're bin chickens. So you use the word chicken to describe something that's not a chicken, and you use the word chook to for to describe a chicken. Sorry, yeah. Is it? <laughs> so who wins, Jared? <laughs> I think with with blue being so disconnected from reality, they'll have a hard time understanding what's going on. And while Bluey, I think, will be playful, I think Bluey has the physical prowess to uh, eliminate. Even though Blue is the most intelligent dog, I don't think they're there's. I don't think they'll be able to understand what's happening. And I think Bluey, also being an Australian healer, like. Those dogs have instincts, you know? Mm-hmm. They, there's a lot going on with them where they just kind of get into, you know, getting into shape. Not only that, we see Bluey doing, like, obstacle courses with her dad and things like that. She has the athletic prowess, and I think she goes uh, she goes for the throat on this one. Yeah, I think, I think Bluey's got it because not only all of her physical stuff, but she's also proportionate, whereas... Blue has a tiny little body that Bluey could just stomp on. Yeah. And now we're talking. And the massive head, which is a massive target. It's true. It's very true. Big. Absolutely, yeah. It's just and also, just, yeah, yeah. also, Bluey's just the shit, so. Yeah. I think we're calling we're it. Bluey for the win! Nice! We got to a decision. Thank you, Jared, for playing along with that. Ah. <sighs> All right, now it is time of the show where we move on to recommendations. Jared, you've already recommended that weird New Zealand show. Do you have anything else you'd like to recommend? I mean, yeah, I'm just going to plug more Anthony Starr. Are you sure? Yeah. Hell yeah. Also watch Banshee. I'm going to be watching that now. Um, and I want to throw a shout out to Sweet So Geek in Fort Wayne, Indiana. They're closing down the end of October, I think. Um, so if you can go there, you should go there before they close. They're also selling a bunch of their nerdy merchandise. So mm. I, I know people in the, in the Discord community and the Mind Gap community fucking love that stuff. So yeah, it, it'll be worth the trip. It's really nice, really good. All right, um, saying a lot yeah, to make a trip to over to Indiana. That's no joke. So. I respect but Give it. us the name of the, the store one more time. Sweet So Geek. Sweet right. So Geek. Yeah. Jared posted about it in the old the old Discord. Another reason that you should be in the Discord. That's right. Because you're going to get hot tips for what stores are closing down, and you're going to go get deals at those stores. You're hot welcome. tips. Uh, Justin, what do you got to recommend for this week? I am a late adopter to this show, but I was fucking floored. Uh, absolutely loved it. It's on Hulu or FX. It's called The Bear. Uh, it is about a uh, Chicago, it's a fine dining restaurateur, a fine dining chef. And he, his uh, brother commits suicide. He comes back to Chicago to run the beef stand, the beef Italian beef restaurant uh, that his brother has in River North. And... It's uh, it's a very 
it accurately portrays the madness that happens in a kitchen. It is some of the most stressful television I have watched in a long time. And it is endlessly enjoyable. Like I was, I was pleased to be stressed out by this, by these episodes. So, um, there's a, there's a cameo or two, um, that I think, uh, some people will, will really dig. And, uh, it has been renewed for a second season and it's just, it's, it's a good fucking show. Uh, I'll say this <clears throat> episode seven was shot in a one It's a 20 minute episode and they shot it in one take. Uh, and I think if I'm not missed, I tried to do some reading on it. I think they truly did it. I don't think they masked cuts as they went by walls and stuff. Um, as I understand it, they had a, uh, they, they ran through it in their soundstage setup like four, five, six, ten, like a play, and then they went through it. So that wow. episode was pure chaos, and it was exacerbated because it was done as a one And then in episode eight, the finale, the lead actor has, who killed it that season, this season, uh, he's got like a seven-minute monologue, and it is beautiful and heartbreaking and just watching someone do their craft like that, not an easy... I can imagine him getting the script and sifting through the pages and like, fuck. All right, here we go. Got to dig in. This but is what we play for. This is what we play for. Strongly, strongly recommend The Bear on Hulu or if, if you have Hulu or FX, if uh, if you've got FX on demand. So, Doug, what do you got? Very cool. Uh, I'm going to rec- recommend an album uh, by the band Census Fail. It's a band I've followed since... God. 2003 2004 um uh the lead singer buddy nielsen actually got to meet him after a show in chicago when i was in college uh, i followed them for years they just released recently released uh, an album called hell is in your head and uh this one speaks particularly to me because the lead singer buddy uh just recently had a daughter and um he tells a lot of his songs are about being a father and uh one in particular one of my favorite episodes um our favorite songs is uh god damn it i'm gonna forget it stand by i'm gonna get it uh it was it was a single they released before the uh, album came out and it is called i'm sorry i'm leaving and essentially it's him telling a story about you know how much it sucks that he has to leave to go do his art Um, But he's trying more or less to be a good person so that, you know, she doesn't have to deal with the bullshit that he brings to the table. Um, You know, he even has a line where he's like, I've I'm even seeing a new therapist like he's basically doing everything he can to to be there for his kid. And there's also a song (laughs) called Lush Rimba um, that uh, they released this the day that Rush Limbaugh died. Um, and essentially it is a scathing song about how much Buddy hates Rush Limbaugh and how he's a piece of shit. And uh, I remember when they released that the day he died, I was like, oh shit, uh, this is no (laughs) joke. Uh, yeah, it was, it was, it's pretty brutal. Um, but, um, they're a great band. I really like them. Uh, again, the album's called hell is in your head. It's out now. It's on Spotify. It's all that sort of stuff. Um, I recommend uh, I'm Sorry I'm Leaving as a track, Lush Rimbaugh, and End of the World is a good one, too. So the whole album's great, though. I highly recommend it. So uh, you can check that out. Nice. 
Uh, also, don't forget to check out MindGap on all social medias at MindGap Podcast. Check out our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Podcast. And while you're here, hit the like button, subscribe to us, get notified whenever we release our stuff. Don't forget to check out our live streams on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Central normally, or we have special ones like today. And also the video game live stream that I host every Saturday at 8 p.m. Central. It's always a good time. Uh, Jared, uh, do you have anything, if you'd like to, anyone to follow you anywhere or anything like that? Yeah, uh, basically on all social media, I'm at the Jervis, T-H-E-J-U-R. Very cool. I like it. Yes. Um, then I'm not on there. Nice. And, uh, Justin also exists digitally as well. That's true on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And like Doug said, while you're in the online realm, check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcast, iTunes, Stitcher. Oh, gosh. Wait, I, not iTunes. It doesn't exist anymore. Apple Podcast. That's still a thing. Podbean. No, Good Pod. What's the good one you pod, like? Good Pod. Good Pod. That's the one. Yeah. Go there because that's a cool place. Also, Spotify. I said that. You know, the places. Find us online. We're everywhere. Review, rate, all the things. And the big one that we love is when you share us around because sharing is caring. And then keep an eye on all of 2East8's social medias and 2East8th.com. Hell yeah. Well, Jared, I want to say thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you so much for sharing your vasectomy story and being honest and being silly with us. And I appreciate you, uh, you know, allowing us just to have some fun here, but I, you know, I think it's great. You're sharing that story and being a little vulnerable and uh, you know, chatting with us as always, it's, it's great to have you here. Thanks. Um, Yeah. I'm glad I was able to talk about it and I'm glad that you guys were able to, you know, open up the schedule to let me in on your Friday night and talk about it. Jared, we will always open up ourselves to you. All right. Just like your trips to the dentist, you know, you'll make sure everything's good and clean, baby. Good and clean. I've put my dick in worse. All right. And on that note, I want to say, uh, Justin, thank you. Douglas, thank you. Chat, thank you. Listeners, thank you. And you all have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.